Super Talk Mississippi media production. Well, free record on my count. Seven, six, five, four, three, two, roll A, fade up on A. Southern Miss to the top. You're tuned in to the Eagle Hour. Happy Monday afternoon, everybody. Bob Getty and Michael Mergens from the First Bank Studio here in Hattiesburg. Luke Johnson, the First Bank Studio in Laurel. Monday edition of the Eagle Hour. We're glad you're with us this afternoon. Odd as it may seem today, uh, we do want to talk to you about Southern Miss sports. Opening segment sponsored by Dickey's Barbecue Pit. Proud supporters of Eagle Athletics and, of course, the Eagle Hour. We appreciate them very much. I want to remind everybody that uh, you can dine in or take out. Uh, Dickie's is open seven days a week. They'll cater. They'll bring food to you. Uh, They'll service you in any way that they can. And uh, this might be a good time to sit back, relax, and uh, enjoy some delicious Dickie's barbecue. Head baseball coach Scott Berry joins us each and every Monday, and uh, as he always does, he's always available no matter the circumstance. So, uh, in light of the fact there wasn't any baseball, we still thought it important to talk to Coach Barry today. Coach, we're we're glad you came on the show with us today. Oh, appreciate you having me on, Bob. All right, Coach. Uh, we've both been around a while. Is it fair to say? I know I haven't, and I'm going to assume you've never experienced anything uh, quite like this when it comes to your baseball program. No, you know I haven't, and uh, of course I'm not. By myself, as as you just alluded to, uh, you know, everybody that's been around baseball, I don't, I don't remember anything like this happening to us. I know I haven't had a spring break off in, in 36 years that, that I've been doing it. Um, certainly have never had a weekend off. Uh, I think, you know, there's been times where in just a three-game series, you might have gotten rained out two of the games, but you at least got one game in. But mm-hmm. it was really uh, – it was unusual this past weekend. Every time you know uh, you looked at your watch and, and when you should have been playing and you weren't. Right, no question. Well, coach, if you will take our listeners through the scenario, when did you find out uh, the decision that was made about the conference, and what exactly uh, were you coaches told? Well, I don't really remember the the uh, the day. I just remember we got back late from Troy last Tuesday night about we got back about two in the morning and uh, from that game and then I think it was on Thursday uh, that it all started I believe and you know it was such a, a quick change of events Bob I mean it went from you know possibly heads up we might not be letting fans in the games it might just be the teams just preparing you to the next thing you know, uh, that the games are canceled, and then we find out that the College World Series and all postseason play has been canceled, uh, and it was just a real, real shock to everyone uh, how how quick things just started turning um, uh, with with everything that, that deals with with our season. Mm-hmm. Now, have they officially said, uh, Coach, that the rest of the year is is canceled, or is it a to the end of the month type of thing? 
They have not for us. No, our league has not made any statement on that. The last statement that they made was um, until further notice mm-hmm. that we would be uh, everything would be suspended until further notice. So, with that being said, you know we're on spring break this week, and uh, we we're supposed to play Southeastern Louisiana tomorrow night. And of course, the Southland Conference has canceled the rest of their season, and then we were supposed to leave for Marshall on Thursday which, uh, you know, we're not doing that. So we're just kind of in a holding pattern, in all honesty, not really knowing uh, much about anything. Um, mm-hmm. I sent, sent the players home on Friday, uh, those that could get home, you know, because I've got some guys that weren't able to get home because we were supposed to be playing. And, mm-hmm. you know, my Minnesota guys, I mean, they're all here. And uh, Gabe's here and... So, you know, I've got a few McGillis's here. So we've got a few guys that are still here on spring break that are just kind of hanging out and they're just kind of waiting and seeing what, what happens next. All right. Luke, get in here. Coach, what was your uh, your message to your guys? Uh, we, we talked to, to Gabe on Friday, and, uh, you know, he was just looking at me, and we were talking about hypotheticals, and, you know, he was just saying, you know, it, it, uh, Tuesday night at, at Troy may have been the last uh, at-bat of, of this year for me, the last game of this year for me. What was your message to your guys with, with kind of the uncertainty in the air? Well, everybody, obviously, Luke, is, is uh, frustrated and, and uh, you know, down that we're not playing. And that's fans and everybody alike. But, you know, just uh, the players on, on Friday when we had a team meeting to tell them that, you know, let's go home, I could see that there was just a lot of disappointment. But, you know, I just tried to reflect on people in the world that are going through just terrible situations, you know, terminally ill, you know, terminal illness and and how we have to put this thing whole in, into perspective that this is bigger than baseball. It's bigger than one person and you know, just think about the people that would give anything to be able to be a college baseball player and have their season all of a sudden on hold. And I think that's what you have to do. But any time that you're going through a rough time, I think the the best picker-upper is is just understand that there's a lot of people that's got a lot worse than you do. And uh, and that was what we really just tried to convey to them on Friday and that, you know, the season, nothing has been canceled yet. So, you know, we have hope that we'll get back on there. But, you know, we're going to truly try to control what we can control and we're not going to try to uh, to do anything with what we can't. So, um, and that's, you know, and how this parallels a lot of things in life. And this is just another teacher that gets you ready for after after the chapter of baseball is over. That's uh, that's a great perspective, coach. You know, it, I think it's difficult uh, for your guys and for your you and your staff because this is your this is your job. This is what you prepare for. I think it's difficult for the rest of us because whenever something goes on crazy in uh, in the world. You guys are our escape from it. I mean, that's how, that's right. what's, you know, kind of why right. sports is so great is because if it's been a rough week, man, we can go out to the Pete and watch Scott Berry's team whack somebody else and we can feel better about ourselves going into the weekend. <laughs> well, but, you know, the whole sporting world is just taking a uh, major hit. And the reason is, is because it draws such a large number of people in one venue. And that's what they're all trying to stay away from. So, you know, obviously uh, the sporting world, provides that type of atmosphere uh that is not that's not good for this yeah. situation so 
Uh, but, you know, there's so many people that are affected by this. And, and uh, you know, I think about the people that the workers that, that get paid for, you know, the, say the yeah. NBA, the ones that work, you know, that work at those coliseums and, and arenas. And now, you know, there's no work. I mean, so, you know, there's a lot, there's, there's a lot of people out there that are suffering a lot worse than we are, even though we're, we're disappointed. Don't get me wrong, but you just got to pitch yourself and understand, uh, you know, there's a bigger picture here. Than and that applies right here, coach. To the, I, I thought this weekend about the, the security people that I've gotten to know that are always there, you know, to get you in and out of the stadium and, and handle any issues that come up. For all of those people, they're out of work. They are. You're exactly right. And, you know, there's really no other no other venue to turn to because everything's mm-hmm. shut down. Mm-hmm. What would have been your thought about, because there was some talk about this earlier, both in professional and college sports, what would have been your thought about playing the games but with no fans there? Who have been, you know, if we'd had, if that's all we could do, then certainly we we would have uh, we would embrace that uh, challenge for sure. But it would have been a challenge, I can assure you. So much for home field advantage wherever you right. wherever you are. You know, that's what I thought about. You know, here we are. We're going to open up conference against FIU, against the preseason pitcher of the year, Logan Allen, and we have nobody in the station. <laughs> and you know. And so, of course, when you go to FIU, there's not a whole lot of people there. Uh, you know, there's probably, I would think, no more than 300 at the most when we play there. So, you know, you would think that would be an advantage to us. But, you know, it'd be just like a, a fall inter-squad scrimmage for the most part. Right. Now, Coach, what happens uh, What happens to kids, and I'm just going to use this kid as an example, Matthew Guidry. Here's his senior year. Mm-hmm. And uh, if there's no baseball the rest of the year, does Matthew Guidry just lose that year of eligibility? No. Well, the NCAA has come out and said that uh, they will grant everybody a year of eligibility, which Good. means, you know, yeah. everybody. A freshman would be a freshman again, just like a sophomore, junior, and senior would all repeat those years again with no loss of years. So, you know, Matt would uh, – Matt and everybody else that are seniors – would certainly have a decision to make whether they wanted to come back or go on and move on into their careers. You know, I think those are the unknowns right now, Bob. And, you know, even with the NCAA saying that they're willing to do that and they will do that, there's a lot of things that are involved that are unknown for us as far as roster size, you know, scholarship limits, um, all those have to be adjusted and come into play because you know we've got a we've got a whole new signing class that's coming in. Right. So right, there's a lot there's a lot of issues that you know we don't know how they're going to be handled just uh, yet, moving right. forward. Uh, can you hang on? We want to hold you over for a few more questions. Uh, short three minute break. Is that good? Yes, sir. Uh, Coach Scott Berry on the Eagle Hour, as he is every Monday. Ball games or not, he's always available, and we always look forward to talking to him. We'll have more of that conversation right after this. Tuned in to the Eagle Hour. The Eagle Hour. Southern Miss to the top. Welcome back to the Eagle Hour. Glad you're with us this afternoon. This segment sponsored by Campus Bookmart and CampusBookmart.net, located on Hardy Street, of course, right across from the Southern Miss campus. 
or online at Campus Bookmart, M-A-R-T.net. Kelly Sander, a little later in the show. Right now we're talking to head baseball coach Scott Berry about the – this kind of bizarre time that we're all in right now where college baseball has been canceled. And, Coach, you were talking a little bit about how all of this affects a lot of things, like your roster size, what do you do with recruiting classes, that sort of thing. Finish your thought there, sir. Well, I just think there's so much unknown with with the scenarios that they're giving us. And, you know, there's I, I don't really know – where to go with it, and no, and neither does anybody else until until they lay that that guidelines down on what exactly it entails. Yeah, uh, the whole situation uh, just very very confusing. If you could if you could look into a crystal ball, what would you tell fans right now? I've had people ask me all weekend: Are we going to play at all? Are we going to how they're going to do this? How they? Of course, I haven't had the answer to any of these, but. If you had a crystal ball, Coach Barry, what would you think may happen moving forward? Well, I really don't know, Bob. You know, I'm gonna, I'm not going to give up hope that we won't that we won't play again. I mean, and and I say that this and merely because that's the way we left it with the team on Friday. Mm-hmm. And uh, I told them that if anything transpired before we got back uh, or, or something happened, then I would certainly communicate with them. So. You know they they were pretty down and and uh, and the hope was and the message was is hey they haven't told us it's canceled so we we have hope to do that and I think that's what you you kind of hang on to and uh, and with that and it, and then if if it doesn't happen then certainly we'll have to adjust and and what we can do and there's a lot of unknowns too I mean my coaches and I we've been sitting here looking at each other this morning just kind of mm-hmm. in a daze and you know what are we going to do. If if we do cancel, and of course my my message to them was, we're not going to worry about it until it happens, and then they can tell us exactly what we can't do. I mean, we may not even be able to yeah. practice the rest of the semester. I know the students are coming back all over campus and doing nothing but online classes, mm-hmm. but you know they're trying to with the CDC coming out this morning saying that uh, they are highly recommending no more than groups of fifty for the next eight weeks. So, you know, with that being said, I would think that, uh, you know, even with baseball and fans being able to come to games, even if we did resume, I wouldn't think that looked good. Just with the CDC, what they've, what they've come out with today, and, you know, we've, we've been pretty vigilant as a nation of trying to adhere to what's going on and, and, sure. and doing these things. Sure. Uh, have you had a chance to talk to uh, Jeremy McLean here in the last couple of days? Any any thoughts that you might be able to share with us? He, no, I haven't. Uh, of course, we uh, we took the weekend off and uh, turkey season opened up. I went turkey hunting, and uh, <laughs> so you know, if you can't play baseball, then I guess this time of year you turkey hunt. So right, right, right. Yeah. What message do you have for your fans, Coach? Because there are a lot of them out there, and and, and they they're already missing it bad. I can tell you. Well, I, and I hurt for them. I really do because on Friday I knew I, I sat at my desk as about four thirty, five o'clock approaches, and I look out my window and I see the fans filing in, the excitement, people coming by the window and and waving to me, and it's just a part of what we do here in our community this time of the year, and it's it's been. You know, un- unfortunately, it's it's been taken away from us, and we're all just kind of lost. You know, but the, mm-hmm. yeah, I think you just you you try to look at the the big picture. There's a lot of people out there that are lost, 
right now on right. on on everything. So right. we just have to come together as as a country and try to adhere to the things that they're asking us to do, so that we can get past this and get back to a life of of, of you know of normal living. And right. uh, and I think that's that's the number one thing is we just we have to we have to respect and and. And, and know that this is the best thing that's happened. Otherwise, they wouldn't have made this tough call. Right. And I think we also have to keep in perspective there are people who lost people they love already. Uh, 100%. Right. right. It's bigger than you and me and, and anything else. So, 100%. you know, I think that's that's what we have to focus on there. You got anything else, Coach? Here's, Coach, here's a bright spot. Uh, just want to let you know you moved up 10 spots in RPI this week, okay? <laughs> so you can put that smile on your face. Congratulations. Well, you know what? I, I, I have never checked the RPI. I haven't checked an RPI since 2000, the end of 2015. When we got left out in 15, I said, I'm never checking it again. And I, and I haven't. So I don't even know where we are even anywhere close to. Usually, you you're know, one spot ahead of LSU. What's that? You're one spot ahead of LSU. You got the last <laughs> laugh. Well, I'll be darned. Well, <laughs> well, hopefully we'll get to do something more about that RPI and it'll keep right. back up here for too long. So, And also, Coach, I want you to know that you would have swept Florida International. I'm, a, I'm 100% confident right now that it would have been a three-game sweep. Well, I tell you what, we were uh, we were looking for the opportunity to. I guarantee you that our guys, you know, nobody wanted to play those those games more than we did. And, right. And you know, and even FIU. I mean, Lord, this is what we've been working for since August. That's right. To, to play games, and uh, but you know, this is life's one of life's little hiccups that we that we encounter. Right. Well, Coach, we're really grateful to you for coming on today. We're going to stay in touch with you as this thing progresses. And, uh, uh, you know, you're always welcome here, and we thank you, sir, for your time. Well, thank you, guys. And we'll, we'll, as this thing moves on, we'll stay in touch, keep you updated. There we go. Coach Scott Berry, right. everybody, head baseball coach at Southern Miss. I just <laughs> – look, I had a house full of company all weekend, and they were all going to the game. So uh, Less than 50 people? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it didn't seem like that sometime with the kids running through the house and the dogs chasing them. But it was less than 50 people. But, boy, how how bizarre, Luke. It really hit me, too, was yesterday afternoon. I'm sitting in my house at about 2 o'clock, and I'm thinking, man, it's beautiful. I'd be at the Pete right now. We'd be deciding the outcome of this great series with Florida International. And, uh, boy, it's just uh, it's bizarre. I, I don't know of any way to describe it, but just the feeling of, of it being bizarre. It was strange. My dad was watching a special on Navy SEALs last night, and I was like, yeah, there's no sports on, even though he likes the military. But, you know, it, it's just it's one of those things. It was the Players' Championship weekend, and that's what I would have done yesterday afternoon. I would have watched, uh, you know, just – People hit hit the ball in. I've been listening to the game uh, Friday. Man, it's just it, it, it's wild. There's really this is. I sat down this morning at the church for staff meeting. And I just said, man, this is unprecedented times, and that's what it is. No, oh, yeah. And uh, we and and like I was telling Coach, going to the Pete on a Friday afternoon, going to the Pete on uh, on the weekend. That's the way that we unplug, and that's why so many people got frustrated in the last really three years of the National Football League, is because they interjected politics into the sport. And what it was was sports was a way for us to 
unplugged from all of that, and it was our escape. And and uh, that's why right now there's so many people just kind of wondering what is going on. There's nothing right. uh, to escape to mentally in that way. Right. Let me say it's our intention to continue to do the Eagle Hour. Our company had a we had a staff meeting here this morning. I was on an hour long conference call with the owner of the company today, and our company here at Telesouth has taken the philosophy of our of our employees and their families come first. Uh, as we were told by the owner today, I'm not concerned right now about making money. I'm concerned about protecting you guys and your families and the people that you love. So we're going to cut back here while still doing the show. Uh, it's unlikely that the whole crew will get together at any one time. Primarily, it'll be Luke and I. We're going to check in with Kelly, of course. Michael's going to do most of the producing. We're going to just try to skeleton down our operation here as much as we can while at the same time using our local morning shows to provide the community with the information on the virus and testing and all the things that will be important. And, of course, uh, we want to try to do the – we want to try to keep that line of communication open to our listeners about Southern Miss and about Southern Miss sports because, guys, right now, you know, having a little something pleasant to fall back on is not a bad thing, and and perhaps we can, uh, we can fill the time – not reporting on games, but talking to athletes and former athletes and administrators and fans, and uh, we can all weather this storm together. But boy, it's uh, Michael Mergens, an odd time. I was looking for the Twilight Zone theme in the computer, but I couldn't find it. But yeah, yeah it's, it's, a, it's, it's a very, very strange. And you know, I guess, guys, what struck me last night, I purposely got out of my house around six o'clock and I rode by a number of churches out here in West Hattiesburg. And it just, boy, just really hit home with me. When you see churches on Sunday evening and every single one of them, the lots are empty and nobody's at church. It uh, probably nothing, and Michael and I talked about that this morning, Luke, nothing hits home more than that Mm -hmm. to tell you that something is askew uh, when people can't go worship. We had to, yeah, we had to cancel our services. on Saturday afternoon, whenever uh, Governor Reeves, you know, came out with the state of emergency and requested specifically that that not happen, and we were able to, you know, get that to our people and informed. But yeah, I was sitting in a parking lot at ten thirty yesterday morning, just making sure that everybody, you know, communicated. We had a few people that that showed up uh, that that uh, missed the email, and uh, you know, it was just weird sitting there and about eleven o'clock driving back to my house. Right. But uh, certainly. But that, I mean, you know, what we're doing, we want to continue to, uh, especially with the fan fan base, be able to communicate to them. And, and now is the time just to reminisce, and that's, that's right. what we're going to do. All right, high school sports canceled officially this afternoon. We're going to talk to Kelly Sander about that when we come back. Southern Miss to the top. To the top. You're tuned in to the Eagle Hour. Back on a Monday, third segment of the Eagle Hour brought to us every day by 4th Street Bar and Grill, located on 4th Street in Hattiesburg, Mississippi. Bob and Luke from the First Bank Studios in Hattiesburg. And beautiful downtown Laurel, Michael Mergens producing for us today. 
Um, this is straight off the press, Bob, goes into what you wanted to talk about. Uh, the NJCAA cancels upcoming basketball championships as well as the spring competition. So uh, the National Junior Colleges uh, Athletic Association of America has formally announced a decision to cancel spring sporting events, and that includes all practices, regular season, postseason, and national championship um, play. Or, uh, play. So uh, no spring sports student-athlete who is enrolled at a member college in 2020 will be charged a year of participation. So basically the same thing the NCAA is doing. The National Junior College Athletic Association has done the same thing. Well, and I believe the I believe the number one seeded team in the National Men's Tournament was Pearl River Community College. I believe I'm right about that. And Jones College was headed uh, with, with the ladies Right. Basketball team right. also. Well, speaking of ladies basketball, Luke, we got someone on the show who knows a lot about that. Why don't you introduce her? Coach Joy Lee McNellis, fresh off uh, her team's appearance in the Conference USA Women's Basketball Tournament, joins us now. And, Coach, um, your season um, is in the books for 2019-2020, but, man, it's been a wild week. You guys got your game in, but, man, there were so many that didn't. Can you ever – we asked Scott Barry really the same question. Have you ever had a week like this in your life? You know, it's been absolutely crazy, and, you know, it's – Obviously, the number one reason is the health and safety of our nation. Um, but it's just hard to wrap your brain around. It really, really is. Actually, we've been in staff meeting this morning going over the whole recruiting aspect of it because for us, it affects us. It affects junior college programs where we're recruiting junior college players. Junior college players are trying to find places to go. The transfer portal has loaded up, and so it's been crazy. And, again, it's just hard to wrap your head around it. We had home visits set up where we were going in 21 recruits homes, 20s homes, um, starting yesterday. And all that has changed, so now you've got to get creative, okay? We've still got to sign players. We've got to still continue that process. How do you do it when you can't do it face-to-face? And so those are things that our staff has met on this morning, just in creative ways of how you bring Southern Miss into the homes of those kids um, so that we can continue this process. But it's it's amazing. It is absolutely unbelievable. I have not – I feel like the junior college thing was going to be canceled. You all mentioned that. Um, so are they giving those kids back a year? In junior college, is that what you were saying? That's what they – yeah, this is press release. It just said uh, regarding eligibility for spring sports, no spring sports student athlete who was enrolled at a member college in 2020 will be charged a year of participation. But that's uh, that's spring, Coach, so that would be baseball, uh, okay. softball. Okay, I don't think you, it would include you. basketball. Because if, if for us, if a kid goes to three years of junior college, then the issue you're faced with is they have to be – at a certain percentage toward their degree. And they can't be beyond that because so many of their hours, 60% of their hours, have to be taken at a four-year school. Well, if you spend three years in junior college, you're going to get more than that. Um, Because we've had players before that have come to us that were three-year participants in junior college based on an injury or those things, and they had to pay out of their own pocket where they had to take 12 hours at a four-year school. 
I tell you what, the NCAA's got a lot that they've got to work through, and I'm glad I'm not them in making the decisions uh, how to make this work best for the student-athlete while at the same time we're trying to protect our country. Now, Coach, you last week were in Frisco, Texas, and I, I think, if I'm not mistaken, y'all may have played the last game that was played in the we tournament. Did. Well, we did you did. have any – was there any wind of what was about to take place when you were out there with your girls? No, no. You know, um, at the next morning is kind of when everything began to break. But no one discussed – I mean, press conferences, nothing was mentioned. Now, was that in the works? I would think it was, but obviously it was not mentioned to any of the coaches because I talked to a couple of the coaches that were playing the next day that got the bye in the tournament. I mean, and they're planning on playing. I mean, nothing was ever even mentioned that there would not be games. Mm-hmm. And you know, something that occurred to me when we were talking to Coach Barry, I'd like to get your thoughts about this, Coach McNellis, is that in times like this, you guys become a lot more than just athletic coaches. You become, you know, you become kind of the adult guidance for these kids that you have to kind of guide them through these these odd scenarios. Is is that not correct? That that is so true. And you know, I think with us in the winter sports completing theirs, I mean, I think our focus has to be, you know, the health and safety of our current kids right now and making sure they're taking care of themselves. But we're not going to get a year back. But like mm-hmm. those spring sports, like Coach Berry and them, and softball with their numbered sport, number scholarship, they can only have so many. Oh, my goodness, it's a nightmare for them because does his seniors that did not get to play their senior year, do they move on? Do they stay around and play another year? And I think that's where they come in and a big picture of it because their kids never got to play. And so what are they going to do? Are they going to carry on? Our seniors are going to move on. So there's Mm -hmm. not as much direction there with our kids uh, as it would be spring sports. I mean, Mm -hmm. goodness, because you've got to have a sit down with them and say, hey, you know, are you wanting to carry on with your life? Do you want to? Where are you? Was your batting average a certain average? And you stay another year, it may get up or whatever. It may give you an opportunity to be drafted. You know, I just think with those spring sports, it's it's a different animal than it is with us. Right. And I guess like all coaches, you go along with what, what the decisions that have been made, right? You, it, sure, it's, sure. It's in the best interest of our country. Right, correct. And I think that's the way we have to look at it. And, you know, I've had a lot of people say, are they overreacting? We don't know. We don't know if we're overreacting. We have no clue. We just know that virus has killed people in other countries. And to get on the safe side of it, you know, our country's probably doing what it has to do. That's right. To be able to protect us as human beings. I think, Coach, I think it's like the owner of our company told all the managers this morning, are we overreacting? I don't know, but I'm not going to be guilty of underreacting and endangering people who work for me. And so, that's therefore, correct. we're going to overreact with everybody's safety in mind. And that's basically what we've seen in college athletics. That's correct. And, you know, like our staff meeting today, we're mapping out all our recruiting for as, you know, like we're going to do things, for example, we're going to do a tour of our campus because 
we've got recruits that may not ever visit Southern Miss. They may, they may not have any idea, and they may not choose us because Southern Miss is not considered a Power 5 team. Mm-hmm. So we, as a mid-major, you know, we're talking about video conferencing, those types of things, of taking tours of our campus, you know, kind of making it fun with us as coaches. But let's get the stuff done that we've got to get done, and let's not infect each other. Let's work from home. Let's get the things we've got to get done. But there are some things for our program to move forward that we have to get done. Right. And, you know, I think we've got to do that, and then we've got to, to move forward because, you know, we're looking to sign two more kids. Mm-hmm. You know, and there's a lot of programs. I've talked to a lot of coaches over the last two days. Some coaches are signing three. Some coaches need to sign as many as four. Mm-hmm. I mean, how do you show them who we are in a personal format rather than just going through a tour on campus that's on the computer? You've, you've got to be able to have that touch. So, you know, those are things that we're talking about is trying to get with some of the majors of our the young ladies we're recruiting. You know, I don't know. Can we get a faculty and staff member to do an interview for us so that they can learn personally about the Department of Chemistry or the Department of Business or whatever. Um, I just think we're having to come up with some creative ideas of how to handle that to continue the process. Right. Well, a lot of uncertainty, that's sure, Coach. But uh, one thing's certain, we always like having you on the show. Hey, you know, Coach, we may be stretching for some field time here in the weeks to come. So we have your phone number. You and, can uh, call can, me can we call on you and count on you to fill a couple segments for us? You can call, count on me anytime, guys. Not a problem. All right, Coach. Thanks a lot. Thanks, Coach. Thank you all. Appreciate you. All right. We'll be right back. Southern Miss to the top. Fourth segment of the Eagle Hour brought to you every day by Toyota of Hattiesburg, located on Highway 98 in Hattiesburg, Mississippi. You can go online also to toyotahattiesburg.com. Check out all their new, used, and our pre-owned and certified vehicles. That's Toyota Hattiesburg, proud sponsor of the fourth segment of the Eagle Hour. Well, just to uh, let you know, in case you missed a few earlier segments, the National Junior College Athletic Association has canceled the basketball championship. That affected two Mississippi teams as well as all spring competition. So junior college was in a suspension uh, period like, uh, like 
Conference USA is right now, but they have canceled all spring sports as well as the basketball. And also earlier today, the Mississippi High School Athletics Association has suspended all interscholastic sports and fine art activity competition and practice through March 29th. So um, there were actually some games this weekend, but Bob... Nothing for uh, the the remainder of the month in March. No, Kelly Center does a lot with high school baseball, as uh, does play by play for Summerall High School. Also, does some play by play for Pearl River Junior College. Uh, Kelly, they had the number one ranked team in the country, did they not? Seed a team going into that national tournament. They did, Bob, and in fact, Pearl River was the only junior college team in the country that still is undefeated in basketball. Hmm. They had not lost a single game this year. So if the end. JCAA decides to name a national champion without a tournament, Pearl River, it would seem to me, would be the logical choice. Um, I, don't, I don't know if they will actually name champions, you know, considering the situation. If they don't, that would even be more unfortunate for Pearl River, considering what they were able to accomplish. Uh, the only team from the MACJC to ever enter a national tournament with not a single loss. Right. Um, it's, it's a shame. Uh, it's, a, it's a real shame. Now, Kelly, I know you were at a baseball game Friday night before this ban took place, that, or this suspension that we just learned about an hour or so ago. Did you see any difference in crowds? Did you see? Could you tell there was something different in the air Friday night? No, I, I do. I, you know, in talking with people after the game, though, I think they were wrapping their minds around the fact that it was going to be the last game, just based on the fact that they expected the High School Activities Association to follow suit with everybody else. And, of course, it turns out that that was the case. Um, So not surprising that this news came down from the MHSAA. But, you know, you were talking with Scott Berry earlier about these guys that might get an extra year of eligibility. But then, you know, you throw into the monkey wrench, well, yeah, they might have the extra year of eligibility. But if they've got the credits to graduate, you're not going to want to sit around for a year. No. You know, just just to play another year of college. I wouldn't think, anyway. You know, but how is that going to affect, too, the the amateur draft, which takes place in in June, when a lot of these seniors now, they're not going to be able to to be looked at for teams to put their finishing touches on their scouting report on these guys. Mm -hmm. So, But, you know, I look back, you compare this to a small degree to Hurricane Katrina, our our country was probably ill-prepared. I think history will probably say that. But in retrospect now, since it happened, and God forbid it ever happens again, but if it does, we would, it would stand to reason we would be much more prepared the second time around. And this breaking uncharted waters, and as much inconvenience as it's causing everyone, and let's you know, make no mistake, it's, it's an inconvenience. Um, That's right. You know, um, that this will weather this storm, and our country and all the other countries across the world will be better prepared for when something like this happens again. Again, we hope it doesn't happen. Um, but there, there's always good that comes out of bad. Um, I just feel bad for these, these athletes. But, again, when 99.99% of them don't make their living playing sports, um, it's a huge bump in the road for sure. Uh, but it's not, believe me, if you're only a senior in high school or a sophomore in junior college, this is not the toughest bump that life is going to give you. Mm-hmm. I guarantee you there's going to be – tougher roads down the road with with whatever life has for you but still it's it's a shame but i would i mean if back to the, your original thing about the njcaa pearl river should be the national champion 
I mean, yeah, there's there's no tournament, but there's no other team that can say they were undefeated. No, they were you know the number one seed in the tournament. So by acclamation, and it's not Pearl River's fault Mm-mm. that all this came down the way it did. So I, I would like to see them named national champ. And I and I can tell you honestly, you guys, if it was Blinn Junior College, if it was Indian Hills of Iowa, whatever, I would be saying the same thing. If there's no tournament, your number one seed, especially if they went into the tournament undefeated, should be declared the national champion. And we're going to keep it all in perspective, of course. Like we said earlier, sure. there, there are people who lost people they love already due to this. But, boy, what a what a crushing disappointment. All these kids are disappointed. But how about these kids at Pearl River? Go undefeated the entire season, win the state championship undefeated, number one seed in the country, and you're told now you're not going to play. Hard to imagine what they yeah, must be experiencing. It's tough. It's, well, I could, it's you know, my, my, way of, my way of dealing with everything is through humor. And some people, you know, c- consider that disrespect, and I don't, and I don't mean that uh, in any way. But, you know, I was always told I could never play. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> you know. Yeah. So, so these good athletes hey, uh, get to learn another lesson in that, there we go. in that regard. One of the Golden Eagles seniors, Brent Blaylock, he tweeted out in response to the NCAA canceling um, the, the spring sports. Brent Blaylock on March the 12th. Breaking news. Southern Miss Baseball is your 2020 national champions. Argue with your mama. There you go. <laughs> There we go. All right, we'll be back tomorrow at 1 o'clock. We're going to keep bringing you Southern Miss Sports, and uh, we're going to try to give you something to take your mind off of things a little bit every day at 1 o'clock. Until then, Southern Miss. To the top. To the Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.